everybody. Welcome to the OATA Movie Club podcast. My name is Jeff Moreva. I'm the director of the show. I am here with the host, Robert Birch. Jeff, how are you tonight? I am doing good. Yeah. How are you doing? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good? Just, uh, yeah. It's a little chill in the air. Uh, we're getting I love fall this, yeah, I love this time of year. Yeah. My favorite. My favorite. Fall, football, all that stuff. Yeah? Yeah. Football and... And pumpkin spice everything. Spice everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I admit I'm not into the pumpkin spice everything. Um, so um, so yeah. So I just wanted to uh, get together and talk about our upcoming movies. We have our OETA yeah. movie club that airs every Saturday at nine. And um, this every once in a while. Every yeah. once in a while. Just every. No, you can guarantee every Saturday <laughs> night at nine we will be there, and we Mark repeat Clark the following will. Friday at eleven. Uh-huh. So if you miss the movie or want to see it again, you always get that chance. Or tell your friend. And uh, yeah, this week, Little Man Tate. Right. Little Man Tate with it's Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Um, Harry Connick. David Jr. Hyde Pierce. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Harry Connick Jr. David um, Hyde Pierce from Frasier. From Frasier. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and she had asked David Hyde Pierce to appear in this film. They were. Friends from college. They both went to Yale University. A Yale man. A Yale man. Uh-huh. So, um, but yeah. So, so that's how he got in this movie was because he she, knew her. yeah, because she basically directed this film. Now right. she wasn't originally the director. Right. Of Joe Dante film. was Joe the Dante. original. Um, but this ended up but being Jodie Foster's kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Very, very, some very much creative differences. Um, but yeah. So John, so Joe Dante left. And uh, creative differences. Jodie Foster takes over. This is basically her first feature film that right. she did. So it's not necessarily her film debut, her directorial she debut. Had, she had done some other stuff. Yeah, she directed an episode of uh, Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, so this was really yeah. her first film directorial right. debut, and um, and did a good job. I mean, it's yeah. a good movie. This um, is also the first film that she did right after Silence of the Lambs. Yes. Yeah. Which um, they actually talk about um, that that's one of the reasons that this film got released when it did, um, because uh, there was also talk of it getting released with another movie, um, Blue Sky. And, oh, yeah, um, yeah. And, uh, with Jessica Lange. Jessica Lange. And Blue Sky got put on hold because the, the movie house was struggling financially at the time, uh-huh. and they only wanted to release one movie. And uh, the reason they picked this movie was because they used it to promote Jodie Foster for Silence of the Lambs. Right. I mean, you're coming off that big of a win and and her Oscar win that, uh, yeah, yeah, you want to promote that. um, I mean, she's in this film. She directs this film. Yeah. Yeah, you wanted to, they wanted to make the most out of that. But then, you know, uh, uh, they they released Blue Sky the next year and Jessica Lange won for uh, Best Actress. Yeah. So both... Of the Orion Picture stars, you know, Orion is great for Orion Pictures yeah. because you know yeah. two years in a row they've got the best yeah. actress. Yeah, and and they would have competed against each other if, if uh-huh. they had actually released those movies at the same time, like the, like the original plan. Right, they would have competed for best actress. And but that really wasn't the consideration. It was just f- no, that wasn't financial. Yeah, it was just financial. But uh-huh. that was just kind of a I guess a happy a happy uh, bonus right. from it is that they ended up getting two. Best Actress Awards as opposed to just one. Something um, tells me it was destined to be. It was destined. <laughs> um, so this movie about a child prodigy, I thought it was interesting that I read that both Jodie Foster and Harry Connick Jr. Jr. were considered child prodigies. prodigies. Um, Harry Connick Jr., of course, the piano uh-huh. and singing. And Jodie Foster, she started in acting when she was very young. Yeah, she was a um, child. Very, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Tom Sawyer. Tom you know, Sawyer. She plays in that yes. uh, with uh, um, the uh, kid from 
Family Affair, uh, uh, Jody Whitaker. Jody Whitaker, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so she was, you know, and of course, Taxi, like, the, you know, just like. Oh, yeah. Great, yeah. Great and terrible movie. And, <laughs> and uh, but, but yeah, uh, you know, so, so yeah, so she was a child prodigy too. So I, I just thought that was kind of cool. That, yeah. You know, child prodigies, but. Um, well, and they both went on um, an episode of Jeopardy. Yeah. Celebrity Jeopardy, right? You've got Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> Harry Connick and Jr. Jodie Foster. I mean, only Jeopardy could get, you know, those big name stars. Yeah. Uh, Jodie Foster wins like uh, $20,000 yes, for her charity. $21,000 for her charity. And, and Harry Connick Jr. wins 10. 10. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. In ni- it was 1984. 1984, they were competed uh-huh. on the same celebrity episode. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Man. <laughs> Long time ago. Yeah. And I still didn't know the answers. <laughs> um, so maybe um, she would make a good host now. You know, <laughs> there, it seems like they're always looking for a host. That's right. Since Alex died. Um, so film debut. This is the film debut of Adam um, Han Bird. Uh-huh. Um, uh, what's the his, boy? The boy uh-huh. film debut. And I was trying to actually think of. I really haven't seen him since. Right. You know what I mean? Like he kind of just disappeared. Well, he. I mean, like a Cheetos commercial or something. Well, right. Exactly. Or, yeah. You know, it's it's like the first. It's like the kid who played Anakin Skywalker in the first Star Wars. It's like <laughs> he was like in one of the biggest movie franchises of, ev- of all time. There's now freaking Star Wars world at <laughs> Disneyland or whatever. And, he's on lunchboxes. And he's on lunchboxes. He's got characters, <laughs> uh, toys that made after him. No one heard from him again, ever. Well, he's he's probably doing pretty good. I oh, think, I'm sure yeah. he's still doing sure. pretty financially. Yeah, I'm sure he is. And, you know, he's maybe directing an off, uh, uh, you know, a play somewhere in L.A. or, or uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's probably, exactly. yeah. He's got, he's doing We'll good. see him on sci-fi very soon. Uh, <laughs> um, speaking of Adam Bird, uh-huh. um, he apparently was terrifically, as the word is they use, terrifically, terrifically allergic to horses. Which is not good. No. Because there's, For this. Yeah, there's a lot of horses. <laughs> and um, so he had to take Benadryl every day and in order to be around the horses and not just Sneeze, uh-huh. hack up a lung or whatever. It made and him sleepy. Made him sleepy. So he was tired the whole shoot. Oh, no. It was like, oh. Like a haze. Yeah. Was like, okay, <laughs> we're going to do that one again. Oh, yeah. really? A little more energy this time. <laughs> a little more pep, please. Um, um, yeah. Um, so let's talk about Diane Wiest and Jodie Foster because um, they didn't quite get along on this. Well, so uh, this was, you know, Jodie Foster's uh, feature film directorial debut. Right. And, uh, you know, she's excited about, uh, you know, her first project to direct. You know, you, they used to say that uh, everybody in Hollywood, you know, they had a, a there was the bumper sticker was, what I really want to do is direct. Right. You know, <laughs> and so that's what every actor apparently feels. And uh, so she finally got her time. But Diane Weiss said, that she was dissatisfied yeah. with with Foster's direction, um, you know, that uh, made a crack about, you know, uh, working with her and um, ended up uh, wrote her a letter of apology years yeah. later. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and producer Scott Rudkin was unhappy over a number of things, uh, um, like the progress of the production and he even threw a portable phone at somebody's car uh, just out of frustration. <laughs> Broke the yeah. windshield. Yeah. Cracked the windshield. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. 
Yeah, but she told all that to Premier Magazine. Yeah. So that yeah. was uh, that was you know a little bit in the public eye. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, so there was there was an apology. Well, it's her first. It's her first outing too. You know, so you got to give them a break at least. Yeah. Um, you know, there's no word that. Jodie Foster was, uh, you know, hard on Diane Weist. Uh, There's, you know, it was just, I guess, pacing issues. Right. Um, and she's probably just trying to find her footing. Yeah. It's it's probably. not an easy task. I mean, you've got everybody coming to you all at once with a million questions every day. Yeah. And, you know, you're the only person that can give that answer. Right. And keeping it all organized and keeping oh, yeah. the boats rowing in the same direction. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, you know, it's, kudos it's, to her. You know, it's different in television, obviously, than it is in TV, but, or, I mean, sorry, than it is in film, but it's, there's a lot of similarities, you know, and when you're doing a, a television production out of a, out of a control room, the director is the one who tells everybody else what to do. Right. And if there's any question, the director is the one that answers that question. And if there's something wrong, the direct, it's the director's fault, you know? <laughs> but the director's busy, too. Right. You know, oh, yeah. You're having to answer those questions right. and at the I'm same time having, go, take camera one. Exactly. I'm still having to punch those buttons yeah. while I'm saying, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but but I imagine directing a film is very much the same way. Just, I mean, just chaos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Organized chaos. Organized chaos, exactly. Um, so uh, most of the school scenes in this movie were filmed at the Miami University in Oxford, Ohio. Ah. I didn't know that. Why? I don't know. It's like University of Miami. I uh, it was like Why would University you? of yeah. uh, Phoenix or something. And or? this movie was not shot in Ohio. Yeah. So why? That's a very yeah. expensive location trip for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, did that school just really stand yeah. out? Like it just had the best lockers in the world? You know what I mean? Like, well, you never know. <laughs> you never. I mean, uh, uh, it could have been, um, you say like uh, in The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. The high school that they use is a Chicago suburb. I uh, can't remember which one, but uh, uh, it had been decommissioned or it had been abandoned. And um, so, yeah, they were able to use it for the for the whole shooting period. Yeah. And it also appeared, it's in Uncle Buck and <laughs> um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, nice. Yeah. I love that movie. It's, it's the same, it's the same uh, high school. Wow. In Chicago. That's cool. Yeah. All John Hughes films. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They are. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, John well, Hughes, Chicago had had a childhood. band. You know, uh, Mayor Daly, after all the gangster films of the 30s, yeah. um, he he didn't like the way that the, the city was getting a black eye. Right. So he banned uh, any permits from being issued for shooting films in Chicago. And when they lifted that after his death in the 80s, um, uh, John Hughes was really the very first one to say, I want to shoot in my hometown. Yeah. And so those, all those great films that come from Chicago. Um, yeah, I love Chicago. It's a cool town. Um, I want to talk a little bit about um, Adam Hahn Bird yeah. um, and uh, Jodie Foster. We already talked about her being in Silence of the Lambs and, and that had just come yeah. out right before this and, and everything. But she was not the only star to be in a horror movie. <laughs> Adam Hahn Bird was also in a horror movie. Really? He was. Let me tell you all about it. Uh-huh. He was in Halloween H2O ooh, 20 years later. That's a good ooh. Uh, that's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a one I haven't Michael ever Myers seen. Underwater? <laughs> I haven't ever seen that one yeah. or heard of it. Like but. Esther Williams and, and Michael Myers <laughs> together <laughs> at last. 
H2O, what is that? H2O. What does that mean? I, you know, Halloween 20 years later. H2O, man. Oh, oh, oh come on, man. You gotta I'm keep sorry. up with I'm it. You pretty keep... slow, I guess. <laughs> Gosh. But yeah, so, so no offense, Adam Hornbird, but uh, I, think Jody, I think Jody Foster got the better end of the, the most, <laughs> that deal. Um, I've, now, granted, I speak without having seen this movie. Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe it is a great movie. Sure. Maybe people listening right now are like, Halloween H2O, that's, a gr- that's great. And you can write <laughs> in right now and tell me how terrible of a person I am. But I'm going to say that that movie probably is not very good. Yeah. Pro- I'm going to go on a limb <laughs> I'm gonna and, go and agree and that. say that yeah. it's probably not an Oscar-worthy uh, <laughs> film. Halloween 14. <laughs> Michael Myers, this time it's serious. This time it's for real. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I just thought that was funny. He like That's one of his acting credits yeah. is Halloween H20. Wow. And, and Little Man Tate. And that's kind of about yeah, it. I yeah. mean, like I said, there's some small, smaller but He's got two big films that I don't have on my Well, credits. that's very true. Yeah, that so. is very true. I'm sure H2O still paid the bills. You know what I His mean? His IMDb page is longer than mine. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, so, um, in one of the scenes, uh, Debbie Mazur's character Jokes about being compared to McDonald, McDonald, Mc, Madonna, 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 Madonna. Yeah. Um, get my words right there. Compared <laughs> to Madonna, and in real life, she's actually really good friends with the singer and appears in several of her videos, including yeah. including True Blue and Papa Don't Preach. Uh huh. Big controversy on big that. Big controversy. Yeah, I remember that. Video. Oh, I remember boy. there was a big yeah. controversy on that. Yeah, she's like burning crosses. Oh no, that's the. Uh, Isn't that? No, that's the other one. Um, Papa Don't Preaches with Dan- Danny Aiello, right? Oh, she's yeah. keeping her baby. Yeah, that's right. And it's... Uh, oh, there's something... Yeah, I can't remember the name of the other one, but something oh, on fire. Man. Yeah, or the something. Burning Crosses. Burning Crosses. Pepsi paid so much yes. for that commercial, and then it plays during the Super Bowl <laughs> when nobody's really <laughs> watching, yeah, right? like, no big deal. And, yeah. Oh, no. Just, and, the, and the Pepsi executives had not seen the commercial before it aired? Are you uh, kidding me? I know. you got to be kidding me. Yeah. But they they flipped when they, they did flip saw out. Saw that, you know, yeah. <laughs> Not good PR. Yeah. Um, so another actor in this movie, George Plimpton. Yeah. Um, he uh, he and David Hyde Pierce had actually worked together a couple years later in Richard Nixon's as as Richard Nixon's lawyers yeah. in the movie Nixon. Right. Um, released in '95, and then George Plimpton also is in Goodwill Hunting. Another movie about a young genius from uh-huh. a working class background struggling to fit in. Like almost the exact same kind of story that that this movie is. Right. Just with an older college age kid instead of a, you know, <laughs> right. elementary yeah. age kid. And a know. great film. Yeah. Great oh, film. it is. Yeah. yeah. Goodwill Hunting is great. I mean, uh, I, I mean, Robin Williams, we've talked about Robin Williams before and how sad and tragic that life ended, how that, but oh, yeah. great actor and great movie. And he is just... I remember, you know, I'd seen him do some serious stuff before, you know, but this one was kind of that nice blend of, it was a very human character, you know, yeah. it was a very, you know, serious, but yet, you know, comic relief and everything. Yeah. But yeah, Goodwill Hunting is just a, a great, great script. Movie. Great script. I hope I hope we get that on the movie club. That'd be nice. That would yeah. be a really cool Let's one. save our pennies. Let's save our pennies. Let's request uh, that. David Hyde Pierce and George Plimpton, you know, in Nixon, right? Who uh, Anthony Hopkins plays Nixon yeah. in that. Who did... 
Silence of the Lambs That's with right. Jodie Foster. I mean, we're doing, you know, seven, what is it, seven degrees, six, six degrees? Six degrees of six separation, <laughs> yep. yeah. Um, and see, and, and if we can just get it back to this show, uh -huh. if we can get those, if we can get them back to Eugene Levy, <laughs> then we can trace them back to the OETA movie club. <laughs> and people right now are uh, listening like, going, what? what are you talking about? Eugene Levy. B.J. Wexler, our yeah. former host, B.J. Wexler. Yeah. And Eugene Levy were cousins. So, you know, I, the other day we I had the mighty. I know that. Yep, yep. The other day, or a couple weeks ago, we had a mighty wind, and we were talking yeah. about Eugene Levy and how, so there's only two degrees of separation between right. a mighty wind, Eugene Levy, uh -huh. and the OETA movie club. Sweet. So, uh, so yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, six degrees of separation. That's always a. a <laughs> We got to get back to Kevin Bacon somehow. You exactly. Know. You can, oh, you can always get it to Kevin Bacon. You can always trace it back to him. Sure. All right, guys, we are out of time. Um, I want to say thank you for listening each sure, week. Um, tune in again next week. We've got another great movie to talk about, um, and uh, we'll uh, show that each Saturday night at nine, and uh, we repeat the next Friday at eleven. And um, and so please in, send in those celebrity photos. Oh yeah, we we need those. Yeah, we always want those. Celebrity photos is a fun, you know, it's just a fun thing that we do here at the movie club. It is, and um, and yeah, um, and then next week we have Tucker, a man, man in his dream, and his the man dream. in his dream, yeah, um, which about Tucker Car Company and everything. Uh -huh. It's a great movie. Oh, uh, it is. If you haven't it's seen one it, one of my favorites. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, yeah. tune in. Jeff Bridges is genius in it. Yeah. I mean, his character is just perfect, and uh, well, it's a, it's an American story that uh, you know I had I had not heard of. I had not heard of no before I saw this movie no, yeah. and I saw this movie in the '90s when it came out, but I had before that I had never heard the name Tucker yeah. Preston Tucker. I had no idea. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so that's a great one coming up next week. Um, again, like I said, the celebrity photos send in when you send those in. Please include a story. Um, tell us the circumstances in which you met the person, yeah. and a little story behind it. It makes it a lot, a lot more interesting for the audience. Uh -huh. So, um, so yeah. And yeah, so sometimes we just get like a picture, and it says uh, me and Forrest Tucker. Yeah. Or uh, me and Forrest Whitaker. Or me and Forrest like, Whitaker. You know, like yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. How am I supposed to spin? The, you know, like okay. We'll just make something up about you if you don't. <laughs> if you don't send in a story, we'll just make something up. Um, no. Okay. Um, so anyway, thank you guys for listening. Please tune in each week. Week. And until then, till next time, take care. Bye-bye. Make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. You can preview all upcoming OETA Movie Club films at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And please send your celebrity photos to P.O. Box 14190, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma 73113, or you can email them to us at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And of course, tune in every Saturday night at 9 and on Fridays at 11. We'll see you on the couch every weekend for a great movie and fresh popcorn.